0: Hey guys, this is Sharon Smago. Welcome to Pop Coach Life where we're exploring the pursuit of purpose over perfection. Just had some thoughts to share with you today about boundaries. So what has been hitting my radar um, with a recent conversation with a friend is struggling with their boundaries in like kind of the workspace and the balance of personal professional um and i keep wanting to say to her begin as you mean to go on because i think what's happened is they've got themselves in a situation where they've kind of just said yes to everything now they're burning out right kind of thing she's burning out And it's affecting health and wellness and um, not taking as good a care of herself as she ought to. I harp all the time that self-care is not a luxury. I think we treat it that way often, especially as women. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a responsibility. So it's completely out of whack. She's labeling that it's out of whack. And now instead of... um, being able to kind of start from this point and flex her boundaries where she needs to as she goes, she's kind of stuck in this position of she's been the yes man, if you will. And so now the expectation in the workplace is you'll just keep performing at this level, even if it's kind of killing you (laughs) slowly. And I think a lot of us, I know I was given very bad advice, what I consider bad advice years ago, starting my career, which was say yes to everything you can, because then the assumption is then when you say a no, they'll know you really mean it. And I played that out in my life. And what I discovered was they just resented my no. So I could have given, you know, 55 yeses, one no. And now um, I have kind of, I'm not the golden girl anymore because I said no. Um, and what I took out of that, the learning is, I think it's a lot more important to, I call it, um, it's one of my mantras, begin as you mean to go on. And even in my business, privately for myself, that is still my true north, if you will, begin as you mean to go on, because I'm much more interested in sustainability and longevity. So Sustainability over time to me is this idea of longevity professionally. I don't want to lose my passion, my energy. Um, I don't want to uh, you know, be this quick burst of light that then fizzles out and doesn't have the joy and the passion and the excitement. Because I think I need that joy and passion to drive what I do. And so how do I contain that in a way that protects that passion and that energy? What are the boundaries around that? So I'm a huge fan of boundaries (laughs) to the point where I've been given books on it as jokes by interns and friends, which I think is just fabulous. They think it's a joke. I think it's fabulous. So it's kind of funny. But I like this idea of begin as you mean to go on because what is sustainable? Um, I think in terms of social reciprocity, if you come at me with the yes, 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 and I think we're rolling and I suddenly get a no, I can appreciate that I might feel like you kind of crapped out on me. You know, you just tapped out all of a sudden and I thought I could count on you. And I thought about that a lot. So it's not just a one-sided thing. It's the, I think we, with good intentions, mislead people about what we're willing to do, what we're capable of doing, what we can handle over time. And so I think they're feeling let down or maybe even betrayed in a deeper sense is very real. And I think we need to think about that. But what if we came into each endeavor, um, each employer, each professional relationship with this idea of the sustainability over time, the longevity piece? Would I then stop and think about... Can I really do 50 to 60 hour weeks in perpetuity in the name of service or pleasing a boss or feeling good about myself, or do I need to be willing to say that's my limit? I used to have to go up every month in leadership. I would travel four and a half hours, spend the night, get up the next day, and we would all have to sit through probably a solid eight to ten hours of training with a break for lunch, and that's a lot of information. And I understood from a monetary perspective why they did that. But what crystallize, is crystallized in my head is in one of those where my boss specifically asked me to answer a question. It's about two o'clock in the afternoon. Sharon, what do you think? Well, Sharon didn't think at all because Sharon didn't even know what the question was <laughs> because I was tapped out. I was way past my, you know, what's the normal adult attention span? I think it's something like 20 minutes. And we're at hour eight. Sharon, what do you think? And I remember looking at her and the whole room is looking at me and I freeze and I just said, boss, I'm sorry. I don't even know what you asked me because my brain was full about two hours ago. And the whole room's laughing and I wasn't trying to be funny. I was labeling something like really real for me. Like, You can, I'm going to be respectful. You can make me sit here for another three hours. I'm going to respect that you have authority in my life. But you blew past my boundary probably four hours ago. Right? And finding a way to label that. So it's things like that. And what's sustainable? Can I, so if I say, I want to do this job I want, to, I want to walk in at 8 o'clock and put my guts into it until I'm done at 5 o'clock with an hour lunch break. I want to have a boundary that can be respected by my coworkers or whoever that allows me to feel the freedom to pour myself into it while I'm there because when I leave I want to go pour myself into my family. I want to go pour myself into my self-care, my workout. I want to pour myself into the social activities with friends that nourish me that feed and where we I can rejuvenate and regenerate because at some point if I don't do that I come back to the job so depleted, I begin to resent what I loved, and I have been very protective of that in my career and I've hit the wall a few times and had to reset and get real, but I can't encourage people enough, begin as you mean to go on, protect your passion if you maybe if you think we think of it that way, it's easier to do. I don't want to wind up hating what I have loved for almost twenty three years, which is counseling, coaching mental health, and I have loved it. There is never a day I get up and think I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to help people anymore. But I've had times, you know, kind of a running joke um, in the field I've been in is, you know, I just want to be a Walmart greeter. (laughs) Just put on the blue vest, say hello, hand you your shopping cart, wipe it down on the handle for you and make sure you're not leaving with something you didn't buy. And that's been kind of a running joke and, uh, with mental health people for years since I've been in the field. And it's really an expression of burnout. It's an expression of I'm losing my passion, I'm losing my oomph. I, I forget why I love the field and I'm starting to resent it. I'm starting to drag myself out of bed. And I don't <clears throat> look, we all have days where we don't want to do what we love, and that's normative. Or days where, oh, it's cold and it's January and I just want to stay in my jammies and bunny slippers all day. And I have those mornings too. But once I come in and I get to going on what I'm doing or even recording like this right now, there's something that kicks in for me and I get past the nerves or if I'm tired or I'd rather stay home in my bunny slippers. And I'm excited and I love it and I'm excited to help people. But that can only be sustainable going on year 23 and however much longer this is going to go for me if I begin as I mean to go on. In other words, if I'm willing to respect my limitations as I work out of my giftedness and my passion. Thanks for listening. I love you guys. I hope this helps. Take care and have a great day.